truth about Jesus and the truth about his coming to us here on Christmas is that he re- he really leads us from good to great to glory to glory. And I think my hope lies in the, the reality that it doesn't just end here, that like my life here that I'm living with my sisters, with my students, with the Salesian family, with the young people, this is good and great. But like my hope is in the Lord and my hope is is that this is an eternal lasting joy that I can live in um, for my life here on earth, but that it reaches into eternity. Mm-hmm. That God's never outdone in his generosity and that there's more to come and that's in him and through him. Welcome to Valdoco. I am Sister Pamela Rose. I'm Vicky. And I'm Father Steve. Welcome. Welcome, Sister. Hi. That was wonderful. I'm just amazed that everybody's so chill. We're going to be out of a job. There's a lot better podcaster out there than us. <laughs> so we will be out of a job soon. So even though we are recording this early, just in full full knowledge that this is recorded before Christmas, this is actually going to be released after Christmas. So we're going to say Merry Christmas because Merry by, the Christmas. Time, by the time people listen... Right. Yes. Just for the sake, because when you listen to this, it's going to be Christmas season. It's so holiday cheer. Merry Christmas, everybody. The joy. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Sister Pamela Rose. Yeah. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and actually, this is just audio, but if you could see Sister Pamela Rose's back, she's got some nice, beautiful trees in the window. Yes. If only they were covered in snow, it would be Epic. so Christmassy. But some Christmas cards back there. It's just. But uh, yeah, Sister Pamela Rose is uh, over at Mary Help of Christians Academy in Haledon. Thank you for yes making the time um, yeah to be here with us and yeah, to, to share your story. Yeah. Um, oh sure. Wait, what? <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm thank glad you. to be here. <laughs> uh, that's great. It's great. Uh, so we're gonna begin just like we usually do. So we'll just begin by reading the gospel. And uh, I guess I'm going to read this time. Sure, if you want. Mm-hmm. If you like proclaiming the gospel. Yeah. Okay. You guys have done it every other time. You so. go for it. It's your turn. Give me a shot. Yeah, so we'll just read the gospel and then we'll we'll get into our conversation. And this is the gospel from, from the gospel of John. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him. And without him, nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, the glory of the Father's only Son full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, 
grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. And so this beautiful gospel that we've heard many times, um, and it's just another reminder of what we celebrate at Christmas, this incarnation, and um, this kind of theme that we've chose for this last kind of Advent podcast to finish with this Christmas season was finding the light shining in the darkness. And um, we just kind of thought that Sister Pamela Rose would be good to to share some light um, and to share some Christmas joy and spirit with us. And so we uh, yeah, kind of chose this theme or Amy chose this theme. Um, and um, yeah. And so now we just kind of ask Sister Pamela Rose, if you could just kind of introduce yourself a little bit before we really dive into the conversation, just kind of who you are, a little bit of your story, how you got here, um, those kind of things. All right. Sure. Thank you. Um, can you, I hope you can hear me. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'm sister Pamela Rose. I am very newly professed. I was professed August 5th, 2023 here at, um, North Halden in New Jersey. And I am now currently the campus minister and a theology teacher here at the Academy of Mary Help of Christians. Um, I got here because yeah, God brought light into my darkness. I was over in the state of Illinois working, in a in the pro-life movement as a missionary for six years and I found myself like really desiring God's love like God's plan and will in my life and lo and behold I encounter the sisters the Salesian sisters uh, for the first time <laughs> in my life in the state of Illinois where I encountered them and actually Father Bill he was a Salesian priest he is a wow. Salesian priest the Bill Bucifero and I remember the day I was like moving from the, sh the city, Chicago, to Champaign, Illinois, like super nervous about to transition into this new role, uh, unfamiliar with the territory, unfamiliar with the university. It was a huge university, by the way. It's yeah. 40,000 undergrad. <laughs> wow. And I was coming from like small um, universities in Chicago. So I was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, um, yeah, but I was like excited, but nervous, more nervous and very insecure and like afraid, filled with a lot of fear. And I remember coming onto campus and seeing all these young people dancing. And then I see this like man in this Hawaiian shirt dancing with them. And then he turns <laughs> and then I see the collar. And I was like, is that a priest? <laughs> you know, um, this is like move-in day. So it's like very chaotic. And I remember like him turning around. I was like, is that a priest? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then approaching him later, learning that it was Father Bill. And he's a Salesian priest. And then he was like, oh yeah, we have Salesians on campus. You need to meet the sisters. I was like, wait, there's sisters. Because the thing is, this was a public university. Um, I had no... Um, me. I had no information regarding the who was going to be on campus, who I was going to be working with. And lo and behold, I, I encountered the sisters as well. And during that time of transition and during that time of like, OK, Lord, what do you want from me? I love my job. I love the students that I serve. I love what it is where we're working towards building that culture of of life and upholding the dignity of every human person. But there was still that something was missing, like, OK, Lord, I gave you my life as a missionary. Why am I still not satisfied? And then I would like look for friends, right? Anyway, so the friends <laughs> that I found were in the Salesians because I just felt like we were soul friends, like uh, <laughs> just the way that we acted and the way that we prayed and the way that we loved the young people. And initially it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm sold. I'm going to be a Salesian. Like I didn't, it wasn't on my radar, but the more I prayed and listened to the Lord's voice, um, 
something about them and then the charism of loving the young and and doing so with joy uh living everyday holiness um the family spirit like i was just like oh my gosh what <laughs> like what am i doing and so then mm-hmm. god god gave away and i visited the sisters and then hold on i found out they are in north hales in new jersey which is 10 minutes away from where i grew up wow <laughs> lol so it's just a throwback because i lived my life until i was like 15 i think i moved out of jersey to las vegas and i didn't know that the Salesian sisters were 10 minutes away i didn't know that mary help of christians academy was a school um wow so then, uh yeah it, it's so that was how i found out um that they were in new jersey and it was just one of those moments where i was like of all the paths you know god had brought me on and all of all the places and uh, the people he allowed me to encounter, um, he brought me home. And uh, what? Okay, brought <laughs> me home um, with the Salesians and and home literally in the state um, where it was familiar. But he was almost redeeming the memories I had had here and uh, using it for his good and for his glory. So yeah. I, I'm proud to say I'm now a professed sister, a Salesian sister, a daughter of a Mary Help of Christians. And um, yeah, I, I feel very, I feel very grateful. Thank you for having me. Um, Amazing. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. God works, God works. And um, yeah, how beautiful is the, uh, I guess now thinking about this Advent season and then Christmas um, and how, okay, God entering into our life and how that changes a lot of things when you really encounter the living God, you can't stay in the same place. You can't stay the same person and he kind of uh, shakes things up. So I don't know if you could kind of speak a little bit, maybe on, if you want to speak about this Advent or maybe you, if you want to speak a little bit on just a little more focused on like that experience of, um, you know, not, okay. You were faithful. You were, but then a certain moment of, okay, now moving in this direction with the Salesians or discerning religious life or uh, maybe kind of speak a little bit on that. Yeah. That, deeper. Yeah. That, a little deeper on that transition on that, uh, that period of your life. Sure. 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 Yeah. There's something you had mentioned just that, that encounter with Christ himself. Right. So that's, I think really part of why I love our Catholic faith is that we have the Eucharistic Lord, right? We know that Jesus is present in the Eucharist. And there's something about adoration. I just came from a junior retreat and we were talking, the The theme was be not afraid. Mm. And uh, we had re, we had a Lexio moment with uh, Psalm 23. And the line that stood out to me this, this morning uh, was, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. And then I asked, why did that uh, stand out to me so much? And I think it's because of that encounter. So in my life, like I've experienced Jesus um, in many ways, right? In nature, I love being outside. Um, In team sports, I was always an athlete and always part of a team. And like having um, my sister's backs or like being part of something, being unified in that one goal, right? Um, I felt I experienced God and, and, and the Lord and my friends. Um, but there was always something about um, whenever I would visit a, a church or a chapel and like in that silence of just being very real. <laughs> um, and today I witnessed that for some of the girls today where we had we ended the retreat in, in Eucharistic adoration and they requested, can we sit on the floor? Mm-hmm. You know, and that reminded me of like my time as a young person of like, 
Yes, I want that intimacy with Jesus. I want to be able to um, informalize my prayer in the sense that I, my body, because my body speaks a language, like I want to show him that I'm fully present. And sometimes that means I need to sit uh, with my legs crossed and, and looking at him in the Eucharist in adoration and just crying <laughs> <laughs> or, or just adoring him or writing in my journal, like all of the praises in my heart. Right. And I think I reflect on that time in, in Illinois very much so because that was like a very real time for me of of making my faith, although I was Catholic all my life, very personal in a very intimate way because that's when I learned to like informalize prayer and and make it personal. Um, and I learned that through the lesions of like making my life a prayer, like every action, every word, every deed is a is an offering to God. But I think, um, yeah, I was. There's something about also just <laughs> I love I go I love going into a chapel where it's dimly lit right not all the lights are on and it's not quiet and like nobody's around um, where I could just be and speak um, and then to encounter him in his presence because yeah when I ask myself like why am I fearing no evil in this in the shadow right or like in in these paths um, it's because I know Jesus is present and. Um, in the in the in a, in the ability to receive him in the Eucharist, I also know that he is there living in me, and I become what I eat. So I feel, um, I feel like that encounter with Christ in the Eucharist, and then um, like then I'm more vigilant or hyper aware that like he's there for present in everyone I encounter that day, um, uh, no matter what it is I'm going through, and um, it yeah. I don't know if that answers the question or no, definitely. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Something, <laughs> like that something, something in there will work. <laughs> yeah, really beautiful. And I think yeah, it's it's beautiful. I think to say young people, like you know, because you, you can relate to that experience of like what they're what they're looking for, kind of like seeing what they're like what they're moving towards. Um, so it's a beautiful way to like hear you connect like your time in Illinois and, and how you're like saying that reflected back in the girls that you're serving and the young women that you're serving. So yeah, really beautiful. And just to kind of go off to kind of focus a little bit more on Christmas, um, like this idea of, so one of the questions that we kind of posed to you in the pre preparations for this podcast was about hope, you know, about hope. And I think there is something you describing like a dimly lit chapel. Yeah for me, really symbolizes something of hope, that there is this kind of darkness sometimes to hope that there is a, you know, this expectation that we don't fully know everything, we don't fully experience everything. Sometimes there's a little like confusion or doubt or fear or, you know, I always find that there's a lot of emotion in hope that it's not, because uh, it is very real. No, it's, it's, it's real. It's something that is a bit mysterious. It's not always, but it is something concrete because, you know, St. Paul says that hope saves and there's, there's hope gives us something because it's hope in a person who's resurrected and gives us grace. And so it's not just this blind faith or blind hope, but it's, uh, it's, I don't know. I found that image of that dimly lit chapel with Jesus truly present there, uh, a beautiful image of hope. And so I don't know if you could kind of speak, uh, speak on that word, what that's mean, what's that meant to you over the years or what that means to you now, or, um, just the, the hope of, of Christmas, the hope of the incarnation, the hope of salvation. I don't know, whatever, whatever yeah. comes to you. Ends up, I mean, people write books on hope, but <laughs> right, right, yeah. could describe it We're in a couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Hope. Okay. So one thing I was reflecting on is I think you had quoted St. Paul, right? Uh, that people should know the hope that, um, 
uh, exists in you. That's like what your your reason for hope. And when I think about Christmas and Jesus Christ being born, okay, so like I, you know, this is not an accident, right? That I had served in the pro life movement, probably you know, for six years prior to entering. And um, and I think about I always say this to my students, and I still say it today. Like new life is 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 a reflection of hope eternal, um, because of the miracle of life. And I was reflecting on like, Lord. How many times have I had to die to myself in this moment or in this season of Advent, right? Leading up to this time, the first week, especially because the first week of Advent was hope and how that's fulfilled in, in, in the, in the coming of baby Jesus. And, um, one thing I was thinking about in that reality is when I acknowledge, like, what are the things that really weigh me down on the daily, you know, those, the stresses of life. Like, what is it that I hold on to or who is it that I hold on to um, with faith and with trust that, yeah, I'm not in it alone. And that uh, through this time, right, through the season, through this particular difficulty in life that um, with him and with his grace and with his mercy, like, I will be doing the will of God, which is glory. Mm-hmm. And um I think that's what always gets me when it comes to the word hope is that right now I'm living the good life. Thanks be to God, like living the good <laughs> life. Right? But the, the truth about Jesus is and the truth about his his coming to us here on Christmas and, come, and, and, and for us to celebrate this fullness of the season is that he reads, he really leads us from good to great to glory to glory. And I think my hope lies in the the reality that it doesn't just end here, that like my life here that I'm living with my sisters, with my students, with the Salesian family, with the young people, like this is good and great, but like my hope is in the Lord. Um, and my hope is, is that this is an eternal lasting joy that I can live in um, for my life here on earth, but then it reaches into eternity. Um Right, Don Bosco said, "Like your feet on the ground, but your heart and your your mind in heaven." Yeah. And I think a lot of times I'm like, "Okay, I need to to do that. I need to be that. I need to remind my students, especially like when finals are coming up, when relationships are shifting, and friendships are difficult. When I'm a stressor for them, you know, <laughs> like listen, this too shall pass. I too shall pass. <laughs> no, but like you know, um, there's always more." That God's never outdone in his generosity and that there's more to come and that's in him and through him. Yeah, I think I just think about like, yeah, where where am I? Where is my hope? And it's in the Lord and that um, this, too, will 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 bring me from good to great to glory to glory yeah. in him. Amen. I love that. Yeah. The and, great and great to glory. <laughs> glory to him. So good. Uh, and I think that's yeah, it's a good reminder. No, I think and I think this legion spirituality we're meant to be really hopeful mm-hmm. you know we're meant to be really hopeful and and recognizing what we've been promised and god does give us the grace and he does fulfill his promises and he mm-hmm. does lead us to this glory um, even if we have to go and we're going to go through difficult times we're going to go through moments of suffering we're going to go through moments of pain and confusion and all that kind of stuff but yes we don't do it alone uh jesus christ is walking with us but also we do have a family we do have people around us who love us and trying to remember that um, so it, it's good. Um, yeah. So I don't know if maybe if you can kind of speak a little bit about, so, okay, we can speak all this. Um, but I always love Don Bosco was a practical, he's a practical saint. No, yeah. this really is feet on the ground. 
So when we talk about all this, good, great, glory, glory, all of this stuff of hope, but maybe speak a little bit practical of what you do. How how do you maintain this? Like what what is it for you? Because I think a lot of our young people, a lot of people in general, like we really struggle with the daily stress, the anxiety, the ups and downs. Sometimes life can be really dark or sometimes it seems more dark than light. Um, so maybe you can speak on some practical things that you do to kind of have that foundation, to keep, to stay hopeful, to, you know, to remember that you are not alone and that you're, that Jesus Christ is present in your life. Um, but sometimes it's easy to forget, or sometimes we can get distracted. So maybe you can kind of offer some advice or some practical things that you do to, to stay grounded. Sure. Yes. Um, the first things that come to mind is one thing that attracted me to the Salesian family was our communal aspect, right? Mm, yeah. Um, so, and I know, I feel like the whole world is, is really, uh, making this more of a point to have really good friendships, yeah. holy friendships. And, you know, as a sister, I live in community with my sisters and, um, part of our life is to pray together, to share a meal together, to recreate together and um, serve together. And sometimes we can get lost in the functionality, right? It's like, oh, I see you when we have to do this project, but then am I checking in on your heart, you know? Um, but I think hope, I I feel like I experienced this, obviously with Jesus in the Eucharist, as I had shared earlier before and in prayer, but there's something about friendship. There's something about um, being able to express myself, like, truly really completely vulnerably um and to have that person on the opposite end receive it but then take me higher and what i mean by that is like i have some really good sisters who thanks be to god who let me be me <laughs> and uh well then like remind me the article um <laughs> the article <laughs> constitutions um and take me to the heights and i and like not to negate my feelings or to not to negate like uh, my situation or what may have caused that anxiety or that stress or that pain, but to remind me that like, okay, I hear you. I'm with you, but let's not stay here. Let's, 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 let's strengthen our will. Yeah. Um, pray. Let me pray with you, sister Pamela Rose. Like, let me pray with you. Let me cry with you. Let me um, intercede with you, remind you of Mary, mama Mary's presence. So friendship is key. I think um, surrounding yourself with sisters and brothers and and friends um, who really, who will will that good of you and uh, also with you fight for your soul to heaven, right? Um, that's 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 really uh, a tangible way, hopefully, um, is to surround yourself with good friends. Um, and, and then obviously like a solid prayer time, um, it could be so simple. It, like, um, I, I I would wake up, okay, before DC, <laughs> before co convent life, like, I would just pray. I would wake up and be like, Jesus, thank you for my life. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm alive and breathing. Like, what next? No. Um, but um, keeping him in mind at all times. And I think, so there's like a mantra or like a self thing that I tell myself every day. I always say like, Mama Mary, go before me and show me the way. Um, because um, Blessed Maria Romero used to say, "Put Mom, Mary puts her hand before ours. And um, as a province, we would pray this um, often. And 
it's just a simple prayer. Mary, go before me, show me the way. Mary, go before me, show me the way. And to, like, there are just so many things where it's like, we have all these plans. I have all these plans. I have all these dreams. I have, all these, you know, <laughs> um, but then we forget, like we get, we're, we're like too much in the way. And it's like, <laughs> Mary's already there. And she's just trying to like teach you how to abide. Mm -hmm. And so I always try to say that, uh, especially when I'm, in my head or when I my pride is too thick and my ego is too large and I get afraid I'm like okay Mary I know you're already there before I before I am so meet me in my crazy <laughs> Lord have mercy um but I always say that too like sometimes these like one-liners to kind of keep you in check I always say Lord have mercy because I know I need his mercy um <laughs> and I say that sometimes just as a relief of like oh I don't know what else to say but to praise your name but to also remind myself like it's not me um uh it's it's him he's working and he's always working and uh yeah it's good so those like some sometimes have a mantra like how or like a prayer I don't know if mantra is the right jargon but have a have a prayer in mind have a late a statement of of faith like a, a mini creed that you can say, like, I know Mary's there with me. She's with me. She's going before me. Lord is the, the Lord is kind and merciful. So Lord have mercy, you know, um, those help me to to remind me and keep me in check and, and to have hope in the Lord. Um, good friendships, those 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 statements of faith. Um, and then finally, like to be to be completely honest, like we are by we are mind and soul, but we are also body. Right. So like um I, I am of the, I am of the opinion that, you know, uh, as we walk and talk and breathe and, and, and work out, you know, um, it could also be a prayer and that because my, my life, my body literally doesn't belong to me, it, it belongs to the Institute, it belongs to the young people, um, to sleep when I need to sleep, when my yeah. head hits the pillow, I cannot <laughs> solve the problems of the world. And that's God, it's in your hands. No, for real. But um, to sleep, when I need to sleep, to drink that water, um, <laughs> uh, to stay hydrated and not dehydrate. Um, but I, I also, I do love to to work out. I do uh, like to run. Um, I, I like to, to, to be, um, to have energy so I can give it to my sisters and to give it to the young people. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, take care of yourself, take care of your body. It's a gift. It's a gift to the, to the, to the world. And the more that we can do and the more that we position ourselves to serve, um, the more we can be available to receive, um, what it is that God is, is inviting us to in that moment. Wow. My Amen. Gosh. I love it. For Holy sure. friendships, prayer life, Especially simple prayer. Yeah. And that was big on St. John Bosco, no? Like yeah. the simple prayers, the little Mary Hubble Christians, the little Lord help me's, the Lord, like little things throughout the day to stay connected. And then one that I'm really struggling with. <laughs> you're, you're trying. You're trying exercise. To try. Exercise. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was a good yeah. reminder for me that like who I am is it's not just me anymore. Like mm -hmm. I'm not, it's it's for the young people, it's for the congregation. I really want to live till over a hundred. So I better make start making some good decisions. I really I want to cross a hundred. I want to. I want to. 101. So uh but Amen. if I yeah, if I still still keep eating cookies all day, all day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Every time you oh. it's like Lord have mercy, Sister Pamela Rose. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. But I, I really I love those. The you know, earlier this month we had the Immaculate Conception Novena and um 
yeah, just the, like, even that conversation with Mary, I know that's not really part of my, like, prayer life like that. Um, and so making that effort to, like, invite Mary into, yeah, into the prayer, like, entrusting her with something um, that she can also, like, help intercede, um, like, my own prayers. So, like, for sure, I love those. And I also have those, like, little things that are just like, okay, Jesus, you take care of that one, okay? You know, that's, it fits right into, uh, you just take care of that. You're going you're gonna to take care of that one. But, um, yeah, I think it's it helps so much to... Yeah, remain hopeful because then it's not on you. And I think that's, um, we have this, the virtue session that happens on the SLR. And um, so many of the things that we hear from young people is like, I, 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 I. And just like, they're like, oh, I know I could be better in this way, or I know I could do X, Y, Z. And just like, I'm so thankful that we get to sit there and hear it because then we get to offer this like, Okay, but it doesn't have to just be you because that's exhausting and that's how you fall into like this hopelessness. That's how you fall into like this. I can't do it by myself. And all right, you know, I'm trying to do it all by myself and I can't do it. So, but when you realize I can't do it all by myself and you have somebody that you're already in conversation with, you're in a conversation with our Lord, you're with his mother, with, you know, these holy friendships, okay, alive and also, okay, our heavenly holy friendships that we can entrust these things too, like what a difference that makes to be then like people of hope, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine St. John Bosco, that was so part of the reason why he had such good friendships was like to help take care of that little like thing inside of like, I have to do it by myself, but then, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just love everything that you shared. I think it's like, it is practical. It's practical to think of those things and to grow in that direction. And and if you're listening and you don't have any of those things, like just to pick one, pick one of of the examples that Sister Pamela Rose offered and and try to grow in that direction of like deepening that part of your faith. Because I mean, it helps so much. Just a little effort in that direction would help to grow some hope. And this is good that it's coming. Okay, so this is at Christmas. This episode's after Christmas, right before New Year's. So it would be a good moment. I know all these New Year resolutions, blah, 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 blah. We're a month but, before New Year's. Yeah, with Advent, yes, but the, the new, <laughs> year, new year, yes, this new, secular new secular new year. New year. <laughs> but just to kind of finish, um, just to maybe if you could just offer some advice, if you could give, if you had to give one piece of advice to to young people or your younger self, or if you had to give some sort of, you don't have to necessarily be for the new year, but just idea of hope, right? Starting new, uh, we're celebrating Christmas. God is in our life. Emmanuel, he walks among us. He is here. Grace is happening. Just like, what could you give? What what one piece of advice advice would you give to to anybody who's who's listening? Okay, follow me here. Okay, the, let's the go on the journey. Words, no, no. <laughs> the words that come to mind and into my heart is like, <clears throat> receive the gift of your life. Amen. Um, <clears throat> receive the gift of your life. I think because, especially for the new year, we're like, oh, I gotta step up in here and I got to do this and I got to do that, or I'm not good enough here. La, 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 right. <laughs> um, well, like be still and um, receive the gift of your life because it is a gift. And part of what we've received in Jesus Christ is this newness. And um, sometimes what the newness is, is the, the ordinary um, uncharted soul that is you um 
without any any like any search of trying to be somebody else um because of this i this this because we are our gift because our life is unrepeatable and unmistaken um to receive that god has chosen us into being and loved us into being along with himself and that we are given a mission and a call and a vocation um, that belongs only to us. And we need to have, uh, and I think about gift giving, like you, you, the posture of the body is to to have your hands open because if if they're clenched, if they're trying to cling to things that are are that body type or that book or that that IQ or that um that friendship or that relationship, that food, whatever it might be, then we are not open. Um so yeah, I would say try to 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 see your life as a gift to receive to receive all that God wants to give you because it's all his grace is 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 there for us. Um, but how many graces are denied because we're caught up in our mm -hmm. insecurity and in the lies? So I don't know if that is like tangible necessarily. Um, but to the young people, especially like you are seen, you are known, you are loved. I wish you could see my classroom right now because I have those <laughs> quotes right now that I'm looking at. Um, it's that's it's part of that's what I want young people to know is you are seen, you are known and you are loved and you are good. And um, to receive that gift so that you can be gift to others. But before you can be, you have to know you. You have mm -hmm. to be and, and be that well. St. Francis de Sales. Um, I don't know. I think that's Amen. That I, I, mean, I love it. <laughs> one piece of advice. That was pretty good. Uh, so thank good. You. Sister, yeah, thank you so much for your time and for yeah. running from a retreat and spending time with us today. And uh, It is my joy. I was like, <laughs> I get to talk to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> My that's right that's right yeah. Um, yeah thank you thank you for having me it's been a blessing yeah you don't you don't get off that easy we always have all our guests uh they have to work a little bit so if you can uh just end us end with prayer if you can kind of just lead us out in prayer that would be that would be wonderful sure okay let's mark the sign of our faith in the name of the father son holy spirit amen, amen. heavenly father we give you praise and thanks for the gift of life. We give you thanks for being born among us on this Christmas season. We give you thanks for the newness and the renewal. And we ask for the grace to be open. Allow us to receive you to be a manger that you may be born in us and that we may be a new life to others, to bring hope, to bring joy, to bring our Salesian charism to, to the depths of the world, that they may know you and encounter you through who we are um, and through what we do. And we ask this through um, Mary, our mother, and our help, as we pray, Hail Mary, full of, full grace, of grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou amongst women, and, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, help of Christians, pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God be praised. God be praised. Amen. Thank you, sister. Praying Thank for you. you. Uh, Thank you. Have a have a well. Merry Christmas. Since everybody knows, have a blessed rest of the Advent season. Yeah, you spoiled. But it. I also do wish that you have a merry, merry Christmas, and um, yeah. yeah, enjoy Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, and thanks everybody for listening. I hope you have a merry Christmas, a merry Christmas season. Remember, Christmas yeah. is a season. Yeah. So don't Still give up cooking. so quick. 
Um, but enjoy it. Get some ass. All that good and stuff. Happy New Year. Happy we New Year. Don't tell you that. <laughs> and we'll see you at sea. If you're going. And if anybody's going to seek, we'll see you at sea. We'll see you at sea. Come find the flag. And your sisters <laughs> and your brothers and your priests and your friends. All right. Thank Bye, you. everybody. Bye, sister. Thanks. Bye, sister. God bless. Thank Bye-bye. you so much.